This is Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macro. I want to thank them for the opportunity to share with you. I'm Frank Tate. I'm the NRA training counselor who is running as a reform candidate for the NRA board of directors. I'm the one that's advocating for transparency, accountability, a smaller board, term limits for board members, and new leadership. I ran last year. I got 55,000 votes, but I still came in last. Tried running for the 2021 election, and the nitpickers in the nominating committee have disqualified 227 of my signatures, so I need to run as a write-in candidate, and this is where I need your help. If you're looking for reform at the NRA, when you get your ballot, if you're a voting member, I need you to ignore the front of the page because everybody on that ballot, with one exception, is part of the old guard supporting Wayne. And I need you to fill in the circle with the top line, put my name in there, Frank C. Tate, got to spell it correctly, T-A-I-T, or the nitpickers will disqualify it. And again, my address, uh, which is Wayne, Pennsylvania. So if you can put that on the back and then submit your ballot, um, that's what I need to get on to get on the board. Um, I figure I'm going to need 80,000 votes to be on the board. And so I need 80,000 voting members to stand up and put me in as a write-in candidate. Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macro. Brought to you by Public Safety and Education and the Trigger Pressers Union. And now, your hosts... Hello, everyone. Welcome to Meet the Pressers. My name is Clint Macro, and this is my esteemed co-host, Matthew Mallory. Meet the Pressers is a safe place for trigger pressers, people that shoot, people who are educators, uh, people who love the Second Amendment to congregate and work together and fellowship and talk about guns, gear, gadgets, training, uh, political activism, and religion. This episode is brought to you by Mountain Man Medical. The right medical training and gear should be accessible to every American. Mantis. Mantis X helps shooters suck less. Meet the Pressers is sponsored by Next Level Training, Saber Red, Cutting Edge Bullets, the USCCA, ASP, Common Sense Self-Defense, and T1 Ammunition. Meet the Pressers is also generously supported by other fine companies, ranges, and our Patreon members. Thank you. Give us the, the say, the 10,000-foot view story of Frank Tate. Sure. Well, I've, um, you know, professionally, I was in the computer software world for almost 40 years in education. Uh, my joke with people is I apologize because your kids' tuition bills from college, uh, it's 50-50 chance it came from software my, kid, my teams wrote. Uh, 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 got into the shooting sports in the late 70s and PPC, you know, had a nice old slab sided revolver and 38 special. Um, got away from guns for a while because of work and then got back into it. Uh, you know, shot IDPA, USPSA, uh, Steel Challenge, three gun, uh, loved competing. Uh, as I've gotten older, my eyes have, uh, my eyes don't cooperate, didn't cooperate. And, uh, you know, when you can't see the front sight, it's not fun anymore, particularly on 25 yard shots. Um, That's what we so, call unsighted fire, right? <laughs> yeah. So then uh, I switched to rifle and uh, got hooked up with Project Appleseed. I was actually part of the first Appleseed that was not held in Ramsier. 
Uh, it was held up in Pennsylvania, uh, became an Appleseed instructor, designated shoot boss, uh, ran Appleseeds for many years. Um, and then uh, you know, when Appleseed had its challenge with uh, no, not being able to train youth in Pennsylvania, uh, you know, splintered off into a group called Revere's Riders where we still teach youth. Uh, uh, to me, one of the things I, I love as a training counselor is uh, getting more women instructors, minority instructors, and get people focused on the next generation of advocates of Second Amendment, uh, you know, and that's getting our youth trained. And I do have one thing as, as a Pennsylvania guy, uh, one of the kids that started in my Appleseed program is the four-time defending PA State High Power Champion. He just aged out. <laughs> wow. Well, that's pretty cool. That, yeah. That is so, cool. Yeah. So yeah, Apple, so you were in the man. beginning of Appleseed then? I was in the beginning of Appleseed. I was actually, awesome. uh, uh, I was with Fred. Uh, 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 you know, people remember K-Dan and Nickel, but uh, K-Dan put the red hat on me. Hmm. Uh, that was back in the days where you saw one and then ran one. <laughs> yeah, the process has changed a little bit over the years, but it definitely is a, a, a long yeah. process, but it's a very rewarding one too. You, know, you put some time into it and, and work your way up to a red hat yeah, and then ultimately yeah. to the green. I, I never made it that far. Uh, yeah. I just don't have the time to do it. And I don't really want to be responsible for the paperwork. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, but it, to me, it's, it's just such fun. And that's, that's actually what got me to be an NRA training counselor mm -hmm. is because all the skills I learned from Appleseed is what prepped me uh, to go uh, as a training counselor. I remember my training counselor workshop, it was uh, Mark Richardson and Rich Sheehan. Um, and they were asking, what's your favorite uh, uh, tool to teach? And um, I said, it's this really expensive, hard to find thing called a ballpoint pen. And I was using it to demonstrate trigger press and reset. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, that's you know, one of the great tools. And they said, what's your second favorite? And I pulled out my cell phone and I said, it's this, this has this little video camera. So when somebody says they're not doing something, you just take a quick video. The video doesn't lie. Yep. Uh, yep. You know, I don't, I don't need fancy, you know, technology. It's just using simple things you already have. And, and you learn that from Appleseed. It's, you know, uh, kind of a depression era mindset, you know, reuse everything. Yes. Um, you know, my favorite dumpster where I get the cardboard to use as target backers. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do yeah. the uh, corrugated plastic, those signs you see at the gas stations, yeah. the big yeah. Coca-Cola signs. That's what I use for the target backers. They, they yeah. last good time you said something about uh video doesn't lie but I, I mean, some politicians beg to differ with that i mean some of the stuff you they see on video they they say that no that didn't happen but it's in clear as day that's yeah we're living in 1984 i mean it's uh, with the to me with the election and uh you know the stealing of the election it's just amazing I was you know, hoping uh, we get into that 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 thought process today the, the censorship that's going on the uh um, uh, the mind numbing, you know, where if the lie is repeated often enough, it's perceived as the truth. Yep. Uh, it's scary. And uh, uh, the, the corporate censorship leading up to and after oh. the election is just amazing. Mm -hmm. And most people aren't aware of it or cognizant mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. But uh, I see that you're wearing the firearms owners yeah. against crime shirt that yep. I gave you last week. Uh, yep. Frank and Thank I you. did a class together uh, last week yeah. in Philadelphia and FOAC we are a PAC organization. We are registered in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Everything is above board, legit. Mm -hmm. We have mailing lists of tens of thousands of people who have yeah. subscribed to our mailing list. And we were sending out mailings prior to the election and 
just about anyone that had a Yahoo address, a Comcast address, and a Verizon address got bounced. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, what it did was not only did those people not receive the information that they subscribed to get from us, a legitimate organization, but they would bounce it and then they would bounce it four more times throughout the course of the day. So if you're thinking, now this is literally tens of thousands of emails that were getting bounced, but are bouncing multiple times throughout the day, and it completely overwhelmed and shut down our servers. Yeah. That's the kind of corporate censorship that goes on. Um, you know, Trigger Pressers Union, I have people on my mailing list that have subscribed that have Yahoo addresses and Comcast addresses that generally don't get my emails. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's the stuff well, that people are seeing all across the country who have pro-gun or pro-liberty organization. I had the same issue with PSNED right around that same time. Um, we, we ended up, one of our clients on the server had sent some spam and Yahoo had uh, blacklisted our IP. So I couldn't send any emails. I mean, it effectively yeah. shut me down. I went in and cleaned up the account, went in and submitted it to Yahoo for them to remove it. Well, we got removed from being completely blacklisted to now we're, we end up in spam. So every email that we sent um, to this day is, ends up in spam. And it's not uh, it's not IP based. It's actually any email from um, from my cluster of IP addresses within my server all get sent to spam. Uh, yeah. So it's it, somebody gets a hold of me. Hey, I didn't get an email saying about this class. I'm like, check your spam. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, to me, there's, there's two other things that to me are, are very troubling. One is the um, the economic blacklisting where the banks are are deplatforming businesses mm -hmm. that are firearm related. And then the one that, that, that really shocked me last week is WordPress deplatformed conservative treehouse, not because they are violating any of their terms or service. They just don't like conservative treehouse's content. Um, they're forcing wow. them, they're forcing them off of WordPress by December the 3rd. Um, and so, you know, that, that, that's where, again, it's, it's this blatant corporate censorship uh, in support of, uh, you know, the, I don't know what way to call it other than the oligarchy of, uh, of, tech titans who want to have things done their way. With a Biden administration, with Yellen coming in as Secretary of Treasury, you're going to see a repeat, uh, expansion of this kind of suppression, yep. um, is that the uh, uh, they're going to try and lock things down. Uh, it's going to, it'll, it'll eventually get resolved in our favor in the courts years mm -hmm. from now. Um, but in the in the interim, it, you know, just like you're talking about, you need a plan B, you yep. need a plan C, yep. uh, and you need you need to be preparing for it now. Um, and and just, to me, it, I'm sorry, it's, nope. it's not just what's coming on the economic side, it's what's coming on the legal side. Mm -hmm. uh, because, uh, you know, one of the things that, you know, Clint and I see in Pennsylvania and FOAC, it's why I like wearing their shirt, does a great job in terms of protecting our rights and standing up for our rights, is that you've got, a, a you know, the legislature just passed laws uh, supported by FOAC to have firearms related businesses rated as um, uh, what's the right word? Um, uh, essential. Yeah, essential. Yeah. Uh, and then the governor vetoed it. Yeah. Um, and so twenty four forty. Yeah. Yeah, twenty four forty. And you know, so that and so there's going to be more of this because you know, to me, the the antis are going to feel empowered to do things. Mm -hmm. And again, we're going to eventually prevail in the courts because the Constitution is the Constitution, and I think we finally have a Supreme Court that uh, uh, recognizes that. But it's going to be years of fighting until we uh, uh, get this. Yeah, and that fighting is very, very expensive. Uh, mm -hmm. I can say with FOAC, you know, we're mm -hmm. currently in some large litigation with uh, three mm -hmm. major cities in the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. And 
that costs money. And so mm -hmm. if any Pennsylvanians or frankly, anyone else wants yeah. to help firearms owners against crime, join up or donate mm -hmm. some money to those litigation funds, because we will take the fight to yeah. them. Um, yeah. But it's, it's expensive. Yeah. So, this, this is, I'm sorry, God, God, Matt. No, I was just kind of, so, so we're, we're speaking about being fought in the courts. Let's go back mm -hmm. to the election. And mm -hmm. we, we, we touched on it a little bit already, but what, are your guys' thoughts as far as this going to the Supreme Court, how fast it'll happen? Do you think we have a case? I, I to be honest, personally, I've been a little, a little worried about all these cases they've been losing, but I think Rudy Giuliani actually said something to the effect that it, they have to lose some and win some in order for the Supreme Court to, to take a look at it. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Where do you think uh, the game plan is for the president? You think there's a chance? I don't know. Um, I'm, you know, it's uh, prepare for the worst, expect the best. So I'm preparing, mentally preparing and everything else for a uh, Biden administration. Yeah, um, that's prudent. And, yeah. Uh, and, and to me, this is, you know, part of, you know, one of the reasons why I'm, uh, I'm running for the NRA board and I've run for the NRA board is I don't think the NRA has stepped up to protect its members appropriately. Um, the, you know, they're wasting money on marketing with Ackerman McQueen and uh, you know, fancy clothing, yep. and then now, now wasting money on lawyers. Mm -hmm. uh, and to me, the board needs to get get back to doing what it's uh, the organization needs to get back to doing what it's supposed to do, which is advocating for the members. And you know, part of it is you know fighting in the courts is good and supporting the lawsuits. You know, the NRA does a good job there, but they don't do a good job coordinating with the states. You know, when uh, you know Clinton and I were out at Senate hearings uh, last year. You know, where you know, Pennsylvania FOAC and Pennsylvania people are, you know, everybody's speaking the same line. And the NRA guy comes in and says, well, yeah, background check, universal background checks are okay. But yeah. no, you've got to coordinate with the state organizations and that you need a board that's focused on serving members and deciding what it can do well. It can, it can focus at the federal level. Great. Then co collaborate with other organizations to work at the state level. So do you, do you think a lot of that comes from the, the type A personality where everybody, you know, you put a bunch of cops in the room and everybody's got their own way of doing it? <laughs> I mean, do you think that's why a lot of these, like the NRA and other ones don't, or specifically the NRA won't work or doesn't work? They want to go about it their own way and do their own thing? I think part of it is it's the culture at the NRA is that, you know, they know better, they're going to do better. They don't play nicely with others, uh, even the vendors that work with the NRA. Um, you know, you have to work only with the NRA. I mean, look at what happened with USCCA yeah. uh, when the yep. NRA you know, decided to do the carry guard program and come out with their own yeah. uh, classes. They bounced USCCA out of their uh, annual meeting. Uh, so the, the NRA doesn't play well with others. And to me, it's a corporate culture thing that starts with the leader. I mean, I've, I, I'm an advocate for it's time for Wayne to go. Yep. Uh, uh, and that uh, part of it is the organization has gone through an evolution that many nonprofits do. Uh, nonprofits start out focused on their members, and then management inst uh, instantiates itself, and they get focused on the power of management, and then it actually gets focused on the power of the leader. And so right now, the NRA and the board are focused on protecting Wayne LaPierre as the leader, but he is not the NRA. The members are the NRA. Right. Very true. It sounds a lot like politicians and the uh, the people, the servants. Yes, exactly. They they need to be. It's one of the things as we talk talk about at Appleseed and Revere's Riders. It's the same message. We need to remind our elected officials that they work for us, not the other way around. 
And it's the same thing with the bureau, with the bureaucracy. The bureaucracy has lost touch with the people. The elected officials have lost touch with the people. And I think a Biden administration is going to magnify that gap. And that uh, um, the question is, at what point is that going to break? Yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, with with career politicians like those that have been in Washington for 47 years and, and others <laughs> like that, it creates a sleeping. It creates a culture of the elected class. Yeah. So it's its own class. And mm -hmm. these people use taxpayer dollars to fund yeah. their own security people. Mm -hmm. You know, they they have immunity when it comes to passing yeah. laws that violate the rights of, uh, you know, law abiding yeah. citizens. And it truly is a, a it's like it's like, uh, you know, the, the let them eat cake kind of thing. You know, yeah. they made a lot of uh, comparisons to to Nancy Pelosi and Marie Antoinette when she was doing her ice creamy thing there yeah. on the TV there a while ago. And, and I think that's just really, frankly, unfair to Marie Antoinette. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you look at these, the dictatorial powers that some of these people are doing, like the, um, uh, I call him uh, uh, the emperor of Pennsylvania, Governor Wolf, uh, decreed that there is no alcohol sales from 5 p.m. today to 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, because it's supposedly a COVID thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, what you're doing is you're crushing small business. This yeah. is one of their biggest business days of the year, yeah. and you're taking away their profit margin. It's yeah. like they're trying to push us into a socialist model where only the government and big corporations exist. Absolutely. And you look at you know the the two most recent bills that passed the House and Senate. That uh, you know one of them made sure that all of the, uh, you know, anything firearms related, you know, we'll say second yeah. amendment related for lack of yeah. a better term was deemed yeah. as, a, as essential. And then the other bill that essentially removed the restriction of citizens uh, during a, during a uh, state of emergency in Pennsylvania, yeah. open carry is quote illegal. So that bill removed that restriction from the uh, statutory law. And of course, Wolf vetoed both of those, but there's no recourse. We don't have enough pro-liberty people in the yeah. Senate and in the House to overturn that veto. So yeah. I wrote an article in the FOAC uh, newsletter, which is accessible on the yeah. Trigger Presses Union library page, called the Reichstag Fire of 2020. Yeah. And if you study the parallels of, of Germany mm -hmm. to now, it's kind of the same thing. So basically, the legislature is neutered. But one thing on that I think it's very important to understand with this election the longer this stuff draws out, there are timelines in place in the law on how these elections are deemed. And ultimately, if these elections aren't certified by a certain time, then it's going to go to the, the, you know, the House, the, the Assembly uh, to uh, go ahead and, and uh, certify those elections. And that would be an interesting thing to see here in the Commonwealth. Yeah, well, I think that's the, the president's model as he's trying to push it to the legislatures because you know, what, what civics isn't taught in our schools anymore. You know, unfortunately, I'm old enough where I was taught civics. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the state legislatures are the ones who control the electoral college. It's mm -hmm. not the politicians. It's not right. the popular vote. It's the state legislators in terms of what they certify. And if they don't certify, if there's not enough, uh, if you don't get the 270 electoral college votes, then it goes to the U.S. House of Representatives where each state gets one vote but it's the state legislature that, that determines that vote. Didn't uh, Pennsylvania certify yesterday? They did, but, and that's been, it's been challenged. Yeah. So the, okay, it's, it's, it's certified, but they, the legislatures have to ratify it. 
Yeah. And, I th- and I think that's the reason that the lawsuits are trying to drag out the ratifications. Yeah. And, and you know, like, uh, I, I guess, Matt, you had said Giuliani uh, had alluded to the fact that they got to lose some to win some. Yeah. And, you know, when you look at how the courts are laid out, uh, a lot of them are quite political because there are certainly party involvement when it gets into the judiciary. And so if they lose on this level, then it can be appealed to that level and then it can be appealed up to the next level. So uh, that process is ongoing. And although some of what's happening here, especially with the with the uh, rampant, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, hanky panky, uh, <laughs> that's definitely has happened in this election. I, I won't say if it's enough to have cost Trump the election or not. I, I happen to have my personal feelings that it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of what your views on that, these legal processes, these these uh, recounts, these uh, these challenges are all part of the system. They're, legal. they're built into the law and they're built into the structure of what this country's mm-hmm. about. So when people say what Trump is doing is out of the ordinary, he's not. He's following the law and he's seeing this mm-hmm. through. And if people did study history, they'd look back at different elections throughout our country's history and they would see where similar things mm-hmm. uh, have happened in the past. So this process needs to see its way through. Well, two, two right to the top of the forefront would be Obama running for Senate, his Senate seat. He did he did signature matching and he was able to get his opponents thrown out. And that's how he won his Senate seat back in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And then move forward from there. We've got hanging Chad from back in 2000, right? You got that. And Gore mm-hmm. took all legal measures and took it to the Supreme yeah. Court. 37 days, was it? 37 yeah. days? Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, we stepped back and said, okay, GSA, don't move anything forward. Let's yeah. let let's let yeah. everything go through the courts and let the Supreme yeah. Court decide. But yet we got Trump doing the same thing, saying there's hanky-panky going on, as Clint's words are used. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. It, it, it's driving me nuts to see this stuff and, and how the media is just saying, oh, this and that, and it's not legal, and he's grandstanding, and he lost. Just I had somebody say it the other day. He lost. Just just take it. You know, if it, if you if it, what do they say? If you if you got issues, take it through the courts. I'm like, that's what he's doing. So you got issue with him taking it through the courts, but you say take it through the courts if you got issue. He lost. He lost. Just deal with it. People are they're mind numb. I think that's the point. You know, they've not been educated in civics, so they don't understand how the process works. Yeah. And you know, this. Uh, you mean uh, the media doesn't accept? Uh, the, the media yeah. doesn't pick the winner? Are you serious? Well, I mean, the media are Democrat operatives. Let's just yep. be blunt about it. Um, and that, you know, their job is to suppress any information that doesn't toe to the party line. Yep. Um, that's actually um, interesting you say that, too, mm-hmm. as far as um, I had heard a story that uh, Trump. Uh, I don't know if he is or isn't thinking about it or what, but it would be pretty phenomenal if he created his own news network mm-hmm. after this, whether he gets reelected again and does it in four yeah. years or whether he, he doesn't. Now I heard too, if he doesn't w- uh, get reelected, then he'll, he's going to go and run again in four years, which would be, which would be awesome. But uh, yeah, it's, that, that'd be pretty, pretty profound if he actually was the, the backbone to, maybe a new type of PayPal, maybe a new type of hosting company, maybe a new type of media, maybe a new type of Facebook. I mean, if he either got behind companies that are pro, um, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just fascinating how there's so many companies out there that do this and this stuff's just making our lives harder to, it's a second amendment, right? How how are we getting to protect ourselves and the people we love and we're being ridiculed and spit at for that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and to me, that's why, you know, on social media, people are moving to things like Parler and, uh, um, what is it? Uh, MeWe. Me, MeWe. Me, Rumble. Yeah, uh, 
uh, Gab, you know, uh, everything over there because I, I I'm I'm a fan of Matt Bracken. He I like his books, and uh, he posts analysis. Okay, he posts the same thing on all the different platforms. Yep. I think he has ten times the number of followers on Facebook, and he gets one tenth the likes and other comments that he does on the other platforms. And it's obvious that he's being throttled and controlled because he's, he says things that the establishment doesn't yep. like. They don't like it. They don't, they'll suppress it. It's yep. scary, it's scary, yeah. scary. Yeah, leading yeah. up to the election, <clears throat> excuse me, I put out quite a bit of material on mm -hmm. social media and it was interesting. My wife didn't receive some of it till a week after the election on yeah. her feed. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. crazy. Well, and to me, part of it is that's the swamp. It's the media, DC, mm -hmm. you know, technology complex. Um, and that, you know, unfortunately, the NRA acts the same way yeah. is they don't want to hear any dissenting voices. They rig the system. So dissent, people who dissent, it's very difficult to come in and that uh, the, the board just kind of coalesces around itself. If you look at who they're putting up on the uh, as the slate, it's recycling people who have been always been on the board for years or have come off the board and are now coming back on. But, you know, loyalty to Lane LaPierre is the number one criteria uh, to get to get uh, uh, on the board. What, what is that statement that the death to any organization to say, this is how we've always done it? Oh. <laughs> yeah, right? So, so as you've run for a mm -hmm. NRA board and you're now you're on the write in, you can be a write in mm -hmm. on the next, next, mm -hmm. what's, what's the most surprising thing that has happened to you, whether it's positive or negative in this process of you taking on the, you know, the responsibility of running for this position and uh, seeing how people respond or react to it. So, so I'll, I'll say three things kind of surprised me. One is Wayne LaPierre takes it very personally. Um, really? I, I was sitting in a board committee meeting and he was walking down, you know, reading name tags, shaking hands, read my name tag, turned around and walked the other way. Wow. Um, uh, second is that as I've gone to get signatures on the petition, I've talked to thousands of people. You know, I went to the SHOT Show last year, went to Great American Outdoor Show. Uh, just, yeah, and just, just talking about it, you know, handing out my card. And uh, uh, what I found is that most of the people that I talked to used to be NRA members. Mm -hmm. uh, and that it's all the people who have been frustrated with not getting the, the value from the organization because they're not being supported. Um, and that there's a, you know, NRA has 5 million members. It could have 10 if it was focused on serving the members. And if we had 10 million members, how much better would they be in supporting our, standing up for our rights? Uh, un unfortunately, uh, you have a hard battle ahead, but it's because yeah. of people like you that continue this battle. I have faith in, in our beloved association yeah. that ultimately it'll kind of square itself away. Yeah. You know, we, all three of us will continue yeah. to support the, education efforts of the NRA, because I believe that's its mm -hmm. true mission and its true calling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, when we, when I look from, from the standpoint of being involved with FOAC, mm -hmm. a lot of times in the States, you know, when it comes to legislative efforts and, and court cases and battles like that in the States, um, NRA does not play well with those local organizations mm -hmm. and will sometimes kind of fall short of Liberty. And unfortunately, I, some people say that Liberty doesn't sell memberships. And I think that's, although in practice, what we maybe see in a lot of cases, I think that's that's selling Americans short, man. Liberty should sell memberships to this organization. Therefore, we should look for, you know, pure liberty. As you said, during those Senate hearings, when 
the NRA representative, this was last about a year ago, yeah. actually the NRA representative uh, conceded that background checks were a good thing. And no, they're not. They're another hurdle that's put in place of the law-abiding citizen to exercise their Second Amendment rights. Well, and the NRA so, was on the foreground of the of the Nick's background check. So, yeah, you know, they were the the beginnings of it. One of the masterminds behind it. So we can we can yeah. see where their their allegiance lies in that sense. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, uh, pray to God, you get on there, Frank, and yeah. end up uh, shaking and shaking up, making it change, drain the swamp. <laughs> yes, that's what it needs. It's the same same swamp. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Politics plays wherever you go. How about that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very true. Well, it's been awesome having you on. How can people learn more about you? Um, uh, I have a website, tatenra.com. It's T-A-I-T-N-R-A.com. Uh, my, uh, my positions are outlined there. And then the big thing is if you are an NRA life member or a voting member. So when you get your magazine, your January magazine, it will have a ballot for the board of directors. Um, what I ask you to do is to write my name in, Frank C. Tate, T-A-I-T. Don't vote for anybody else. Do what's called a bullet vote. Vote only for me as a write-in. Hmm. I will why, do that, Frank. And I will, too. Now, why is that important specifically I'm, to educate our listeners, but me, too, because I'm not yeah. familiar uh, with so, why. So there are 25 seats up for the board. Mm -hmm. And so they get in by the total number of votes put in. So if you vote for five people, those five people come up. If you it's vote like for 25, scale, like sliding scale. Oh, it's a sliding scale. So if yeah, you only vote for one, then nobody else rises. So you really need to, it's bullet vote only for me and only as a write-in. And again, the key is make sure you spell my name right, T-A-I-T, because they are nitpicky enough that if you misspell my name, they won't count it. What if they uh, leave out your middle initial? They won't count it. It's really? Frank C. Tate. With it's a period a or without? Without. Okay. Frank, Frank C. Hey, I'm just making sure because yeah. if they're that nitpicky, right? They're that nitpicky. The hanging so, Chad, man. They got that stuff down pat down there. Yeah. They're from Florida. Oh yeah. That's what I, I got my letter from the NRA for why I didn't make the ballot. And they, they went through the, you know, that something was uh, missing a date, had an incomplete address. Um, you know, uh, they could, they, 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 if the member ID number was a little, um, unclear and they they type it in once it doesn't match they bounce it so, wow so they, 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 they reject it how many times have you put an instructor candidate into a course yeah. report and put in their yeah. number like right off of their card and sometimes yeah. the computer doesn't recognize it exactly yeah and so that's that's the kind of stuff that goes on so they uh you know, they must have dominion software running that uh <laughs> <laughs> now if they had dominion software i'd be in yeah, but but your votes wouldn't post till 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. True. <laughs> Supreme Court would have to decide. Well, yeah. Mr. Tate, it's been amazing having you on. You stay safe and God bless. Great. Thanks. God bless. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show, Frank. Okay. See you guys. There's lots of sponsors that make this show possible, like Mountain Man Medical. Check them out and give them your business. This episode is brought to you by Mountain Man Medical. The right medical training and gear should be accessible to every American. Mantis. Mantis X helps shooters suck less. Meet the Pressers is sponsored by Next Level Training, Saber Red, Cutting Edge Bullets, the USCCA, ASP, Common Sense Self-Defense, and T1 Ammunition. Meet the Pressers is also generously supported by other fine companies, ranges, and our Patreon members.
Thank you. Thanks for watching or listening to our show. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, click that little bell thingy so you know when the next episode's uploaded. Support us on Patreon. Come to one of our classes. Host us to come to you and do one of our classes at your location. And until next time, adieu. Thank you for watching Meet the Pressers.